While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. everybody welcome back to another episode of classroom brew uh, if you are new to the podcast my name is ryan it's nice to meet you i'm a, a teacher and a coach an instructional coach i do a bunch of different stuff in my building and i run this podcast uh, if you are returning to the show thank you so much for being here again and uh, if you want to engage more with classroom brew you can check us out on social media for example instagram is at classroom brew we also have our email so if you want you can reach out to be on the show or send your stories in or voice memos, anything like that, to classroombrew at gmail.com. No numbers, no spaces, just as you would normally spell it. And hopefully you can spell classroom. We'll see. Um, if you want to get some bonus content, such as the t-shirts or the koozies, the shot glasses, or access to some behind-the-scenes stuff and some additional content that's not available uh, on the normal feed, you can go to patreon.com slash classroombrew. And we have, I think, a $2, a $4, and a $7 tier. All right. So for this week, uh, it, it's, how do I put this? It, it's been a really weird time because with football being over, it's nice to be wanted where you have some of, you know, your student athletes that are coming to you. And, and I'm essentially getting a lot of pitch meetings from, from my student athletes about, about coming back for next year. So I, I mean, you almost expect that it's nice to be wanted, but, uh, it, I think it's more just like a, a lighthearted, like, are you sure? Like that type of thing. But I will say I'm, I'm really with football over now, and I would normally around this time not be coaching a sport. So in between like football and weightlifting, or especially if it's football and track, if there isn't weightlifting in between there, uh, I'm used to going home around this time. But it's interesting this year, it's like an extra layer because now I know that not only is this what it's going to be like until the spring when that's the next sports season starts for me. This is what my next fall is going to be like the entire time because it's it's done. I'm retired. From I'm 29 years old and I retired from <laughs> from coaching football uh, at the school that I work at, and uh, it's kind of nice. So it's weird leaving, honestly, especially with the time change no longer taking place. Daylight savings time is for whatever reason you know that's the thing. Uh, just change it by 30 minutes instead of an hour. Uh, but with uh, with being able to leave after the regular workday and not going. You're not going to basically another full-time job as a coach. I'm leaving work and sometimes getting home and it's still light outside. Like, it's weird. I'm not used to it being light outside. There are some teachers, I'm sure, especially first year, that they're not used to seeing the light when they get home. That's, that's internally and externally. Sometimes, sometimes the light inside really goes out in those teaching days. It gets, it gets really dark on, the, on the, the internal parts of our mind. Uh, but no point. But in in all reality, though, like it really it it's light outside. And even though I was sitting on Lakeshore Drive for about two hours because they cut it down to one one lane, and normally it's three to five lanes depending on where you're at, and they cut it down to one. Actually, I lied. I think it's four to five lanes minimum, and they cut it down to one for construction 
at 3.30 in the afternoon until about 6.30 at night. I don't know. That, that, that's about the time period you know, when I was driving, and it was horrible. But point being, it, it, even though it was gloomy outside, it still is. Even today, it's gloomy, and today's Halloween when I'm recording this. But uh, even with all of that, it's nice to, you know, it might be gloomy, but at least I know I'm, I'm, going, I'm going home. That's, that's a nice, that's an added benefit, if you will. Um, what, what I want to start doing, we, we've done this periodically. I, you guys might know I'm a little bit afraid of Reddit. It's a little scary. Um, but there's, there's been a lot of Ask Teachers and the, the Teachers subreddit. There's some lingo for you. Um, sounds old. There's been a lot of stuff where it's asking questions, certain things related to um, what it's like teaching or different situational advice and things like that. Um, so we, we've got this one. Uh, and there's a bunch. We've done plenty of these in the past. But uh, let me see if I can find this one. See, here's the other problem, too, is that sometimes these things get deleted. So I don't know if I can even find this one anymore. But there was at one point on the subreddit for teachers a post about uh, a principal yelling at... Uh, why can't I find it? Oh, here it is. All right, I lied. So this is from num1slacker. This is a math teacher in Florida, apparently. And at the time that this episode is recorded, this was four days ago, and it's, it's titled, Walked Out of a Faculty Meeting When the Principal started yelling at us. So bear with me. I'm going to read this one for a second here. It says, my, <clears throat> my school, to put it bluntly, is a mess. We are a K-12 through school. That's a lot. And while the high schoolers are not too bad, just lazy, the middle, the middle schoolers are completely out of control. Much like the experience of many others on this, oh, on this subreddit. Look at that. This person's using lingo. Help me out. Oh, it's like acronyms in education. The lack of discipline and consequences has created an environment where the kids have a complete run of the school. We're talking hundreds of tardies a class period because they come in whenever they want. The bathrooms have been destroyed. <laughs> Just feed better food to the kids. Have been destroyed over a dozen times in the past year, and the amount of disrespect is insurmountable. Sounds very common nowadays. The principal called us in for an emergency faculty meeting and started the meeting just yelling at us. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, she stated that she needs, she needs us to start putting our foot down with the kids and enforcing discipline completely oblivious that we cannot do that if the kids are not receiving consequences. I'm assuming this is at the school-wide level. I've seen an administrator tear up a referral after reading it. Uh, the counselor brushes off any issues that teachers have uh, about a student. At most, students get a detention and they never serve it and they do not receive any other consequences except for that one. Uh, oh, sorry, except another one, another uh, detention that they're not going to serve. I got sick of it and just walked out of the, walked out back to my room, walked out back to my room, uh, finished up my work for the day and left at the end of my contracted hours. I ignored their calls and texts. So they tried to get you back? I have hundreds of hours and I have put, I can't read today, sorry. I've put hundreds of hours into helping my students look at scholarships, look for community hours, projects to help them graduate and try to get them to be better people in general. Teaching is my passion but I am not going to sit and be yelled at for something that is out of my control. I'm not sure I can take this much longer. And honestly, it's interesting you point that out because I, I mean, I've for sure, the, the level of disrespect that you get from students, that for sure is one thing that you almost expect it, you know? And if there's no consequences, that's one thing. But this is more so an issue of the principal wanting to, you know, panic and point the finger. And I don't, I don't have advice for that. I, honestly, I would have walked out too. Because I've walked out of some. 
Uh, we have a particular person who is no longer working at our school that the first day, I'm sorry, the second day of the, B- the PD that we would do, the professional development that we do, teachers report a week earlier than students. And this was last year on like the second day. And it turned into this one particular, I, I guess, admin person uh, yelling at us and making assumptions out of, you know, negative, I don't know, feelings or beliefs or negative experiences, uh, yelling at teachers, you know, saying, claiming that we didn't give a shit about um, social emotional learning and we don't, you know, making all these assumptions when the norms, because, you know, all meetings have to have norms that are set at the beginning and purpose and they make sure that, you know, we go over the agenda, but really just, you know, the agenda is, you know, just read it. But uh, this particular person set the norm of assuming positive intent and communication and not jumping to conclusions, but then jumped to a conclusion. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. It's such a weird, you know, there's, you expect it from the kids because it's part of growing up, you're testing limits. Granted, if it's, you know, super malicious and repeated, that's another thing. But I don't know. The, the bigger issue is if you're trying to solve things and they're just yelling at you, pointing the finger, that's probably not someone that actually wants to lead. That's someone who wants to be a boss, not a leader. And most bosses don't actually know how to lead. Leaders know how to lead and lead successful teams. Um, it's funny you mentioned that you left at your contract time because there's even been, a, there's like this guilt behind teachers who leave when it's like a quote-unquote early time to leave, even though it's really just your contract time. Uh, so that, you know, the num one slacker, obviously not actually a slacker in this case, uh, I don't blame you at all. I would have left. Uh, but this, this next one here is about contract times, which is what uh, the, last one, the last post talked about that. Uh, this is, I left every day this week at exactly four o'clock. And honestly, uh, it says they arrived at 7.30 each morning. I have unfinished grading on my desk and no real plans for next week, but I don't care. I'm not working any more than I'm getting paid for. It's just not worth it. And honestly, I'm not going to, this is from uh, Cute but cute but Psycho. Is that, oh, she's sweet but a psycho, that song? Um, and it's interesting because it's, it's this air quotes around leaving early. And I've had my own guilt with, leaving quote-unquote early, where, I don't know, in my first like three or four years, I wasn't leaving until like 4.30 or so. And contract time, I think at that time was 3.15. So they're literally getting another hour and 15 minutes out of me. And that was on, you know, if I was coaching, well, then just add three or four hours every single day, sometimes five or six, and I'm getting there early. I'm just talking about the time at the end of the day. I'm usually there about 45 to 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes early anyway. Um, And when I was especially burnt out last year, most people were burnt out last year, but when I was especially burnt out last year, that was my main source of guilt was that as soon as like the clock hit, especially when I didn't have an eighth period, which is the last period of the day. So literally I'm just sitting there waiting. I wasn't doing any planning, any prep. Uh, Maybe I would grade sometimes. But I sometimes would just be sitting there on my phone be like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of this place. You know? And it's not usually because of the kids. If it is because of the kids, it's more because of the lack of accountability that is um, administered 
to the kids, but that's because of an adult issue. You know, consistency with the adults or support from the adults of other adults or adults making adults look bad or whatever it might be. That's what it really was. It's also coming off the cusp of, like I mentioned, the second day of working back in person, the second day of basically seeing my coworkers for the first time in a year. And we get yelled at and the finger pointed at us and basically just told to fuck off. Um, that, that was it. It set the tone in such a negative way for the rest of the year. But point being is that I was, I was so used to personally being there well past contract hours doing whatever, whether it was you know tutoring or working with kids or going over resumes and college applications or, or, or coaching or all of it. Because sometimes I was doing stuff before I'd go outside to coach or even after. And on top of that, your own planning and prep <laughs> you have to do because you just, if you try to do it during your contract hours only, you're going to sink. You're not going to swim. And I even brought this up at one point because there was a, a, a coworker of mine that talked about how our school doesn't feel like it's utilizing the superpowers, in air quotes, superpowers, that each of its teachers has. That extra stuff, that extra spark that they can do but it's not being utilized for whatever reason. And in the case of most of us, it's because of burnout or lack of support or lack of leadership or bossmanship, bossship, bossship, trying to utilize the manpower in the building and giving them a moment to shine or a moment to lead, which is what a good leader will do. They don't try to do it all. They try to delegate and use their people in the best, most efficient ways possible. And superpowers weren't being used. And so roundabout way of saying is that I've felt that guilt of leaving at contract time. And I used the phrase in this meeting when I was saying like, I'm leaving literally when the students are leaving at this point. And I was saying early, and it wasn't until our union delegate, who's Adam, pointed out that he, he literally goes like, he, meaning me, Ryan, he's feeling guilt for leaving at contract time because in his book, that's early. What does that tell you about teacher burnout this year? And it's sad because not much came from that. I, I essentially sat there, you know, exhausted, spilling my guts about, you know, this guilt that I was feeling. And it was more so felt with that typical admin, like, I understand, we'll work, let's work on that. Let's schedule a meeting to schedule a meeting to figure out a time to meet so we can figure out what to meet about to fix the issue. But before we do that, let's plan this meeting, you know? It's planning a meeting about a meeting about a meeting about a meeting. That's all it is. The meetings don't lead to anything. It's just to get ready for the next meeting, you know? But in this case, it's not just workplace satisfaction, but it's getting the most out of, you know, it's about that cup being poured. And granted, the cup was empty at that point. But, you know, just filling up your coworkers, or in this case, filling up the people that you're supposed to lead. I don't know. You tell me there's a teacher shortage right now. What does that tell you? So luckily this year has been better um, in some areas. At least I've felt more recharged than last year. I for, for sure was running on empty at the end of last year. So you know what? We, we made it through. Uh, my point being is that I, I don't, I think we need to stop with this guilt of if teachers aren't doing, if they're not selling their soul and giving everything they have, they're, they're shamed. 
They're not seen as that, you know, golden apple teacher, that teacher that gets the award, which most of the time, by the way, if there is a teacher award, the actual teacher, well, I shouldn't say that. There are, there are great teachers out there getting awards. I apologize. But most of the time, the unrecognized teachers are the ones that are truly killing themselves over the job. I should point out, we've had some, some coworkers in the past that have self-nominated themselves for these awards. And when they write the little description of what they've done, they've used the words life changer and life saver to describe themselves on behalf of students. And I would, I would pay money to see if I could do a survey where it's like, how much do you agree with, with these taglines related to this particular staff member? <laughs> and put like, nice, life-changing, life-saving. And let's just see how many students agree with that. Do you want to put some money on it? Reach me, classroombrewgmail.com. Uh, okay, guys, so um, this, is, this is a good little segue here because we're talking about burnout, right? And uh, you guys know that I'm really big on my 5 a.m. workouts. Uh, when I get home at the end of the day, I want to be home. Uh, I don't want to have to worry about going back out to the gym. And if I sit on the couch, it's never going to happen again. So 5 a.m. workouts, there we are. And up at 4 in the morning, sometimes 3.55, which is still four, I get it, but give me credit for the three part in there, uh, the three o'clock hour element of that number, <laughs> of that time. Uh, but the downside to the 5 a.m. workout when you're up at about 3.55 to four in the morning is that usually by the end of the day, I, I, I'm slacking, not slacking, I'm lacking behind, uh, lagging behind, if you will, because I just, I don't have energy, you know? You gotta figure that's going to the gym, then your full-time job, especially when I was coaching, uh, for the football season, which thank God that's over for this season. But uh, I was having so many issues where by like the end of the day, I'd be at home at like mm, seven, eight o'clock and I'm dead asleep. So the cool thing is there is a solution. Uh, there's a, a little drink called Magic Mind uh, that's designed to give you like a boost of energy and focus throughout the day. Uh, they say that you can drink this thing in place of your coffee or tea or you can drink it alongside your coffee or tea, and it, it just like boosts the, the benefits. So if you take like two cups of coffee a day, it takes not drugs. If you drink like two cups of coffee a day to get, let's just say 100% of your energy back, uh, potentially with, with Magic Mind, you have like Magic Mind with like a third of a, or a, you know, one cup of coffee. We'll call it one cup of coffee instead. Half of the amount of coffee, but because Magic Mind is like boosting the effects of your coffee, you feel like you had your original too, which is great. Uh, so I was looking over, they sent over some, some cool information about it because, uh, you know, I, am, I might be a coach, but I am not a nutritionist at all. But um, some of the ingredients in Magic Mind are, are matcha. You guys know matcha if you drink that green stuff. I mean, Katie loves that green stuff. So that's good for, you know, you're getting caffeine out of it, but it's not going to give you that like jitteriness. Uh, that's pretty common with like coffee and tea or energy drinks or whatever, uh, which is, you know, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, but it still helps you feel energized, uh, less stressed. Uh, something called uh, lion's mane. Okay, that's a thing. Uh, lion's mane mushrooms and, and cordyceps mushrooms, uh, which help you with inflammation, uh, your immune system's health uh, and, and strength. The production of ADP in the mitochondria, which gives you more energy. So science teachers, you know the mitochondria. Science students, you don't because you fell asleep that time. But uh, their, their website has all the ingredients right here. I've got a bunch of stuff right here. I just named a few. Uh, the cool thing, here's what I'm excited about. Magic Mind and I are going to work together. Uh, and they're sending me a 15-pack 
uh, of their product. So over the next two episodes, I'm going to give you my honest opinions on just everything Magic Mind. Uh, So if you want to try it along with me, uh, you can get 40% off by going to magicmind.co slash classroom. Uh, When you are at checkout, you're going to use classroom20 as your code. So again, magicmind.co slash classroom and use code classroom20 at checkout. Now that's if you want to get 40% off a subscription to Magic Mind. If you're more of like a one-time purchase person or like a one-time but repeater purchase person, then that code will still get you 20% off your purchase. So again, that's magicmind.co slash classroom and use code classroom20 for 20% off or 40% off your subscription over the next 10 days. So you can try it with me. Uh, I'm going to do essentially, uh, once they send me that box of 15 or whatever, you're going to get my seven-day and 14-day review in the coming episodes. So I'm excited. Hopefully it helps my digestion. I don't know, because when I I have some coffee in the morning, I'm like running upstairs to put my stuff down at my desk and then running to the bathroom to one or two because coffee, as you know, accelerates some stuff, especially if you had pre-workout and you're at the gym in the morning. So hopefully, maybe I can even try it where uh, I'm not doing, you know, pre-workout. Maybe it's I'm doing Magic Mind and then maybe later some coffee or maybe it's just Magic Mind. I don't know. I guess we're going to see, but magicmind.co slash classroom and use classroom20 at checkout. So try it with me, guys. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited about it. So thank you, Magic Mind. Honestly, maybe I'm not going to be afraid of Reddit. Maybe that should be the goal of this. Like we'll have like a a segment intro one day and I'll live in in complete tranquility with Reddit and no longer be afraid. Afraid of the people on it, probably, for sure. Probably, I bet. Um, So there's this... This idea behind student teaching and the, the need to, to feel perfect, like you, you've got it figured out. And if you don't know, student teaching is where for free, you're working as a teacher and you're also building the figurative boat that you are, are trying to sail across the ocean. And it's a storm. That's student teaching. I say that because... Student teaching for me, uh, I, I know a lot of people on the subreddit, this one I couldn't find the post, I, I lost it, I'm not going to lie, it's fine. But um, the, this idea of losing your mind and dealing with the stress, and, and some people, when they student teach, they realize, hey, it's not for me. Which is unfortunate because it comes at the end of you know acquiring that degree, it's usually the last thing that you do, at least in my master's program, that was the last thing we did, was 14 weeks of student teaching. And something called the Ed TPA, which was a nightmare and expensive. But uh, I don't know. Someone on Reddit, and I lost the post, I apologize, but they they pointed out that they felt like they were losing their mind. And I don't know how many people listen to this podcast um, are, are veteran teachers, newer teachers, uh, intermediate. What, what, what are you six years in? What does that count as? I don't know what that is. Or if you're a student teacher, I don't know how many people are student teachers that are listening, but I don't want people to get discouraged because one, there's a shortage and we need you. But two, we also need to harvest your organs. <laughs> uh, but no, we seriously, student teaching, it, it, it's such a good experience because it's the most on-the-job practical stuff that you get. In other you know, industries, it's called practicum or an internship, whatever. But for us, it's literally doing it under the tutelage. <laughs> there you go. We should call it tutelage teaching. TT, little TT, little tutelage teaching, uh, under the tutelage of a professional <laughs> mentor teacher. 
I don't know why that sounded so weird when I said it. But uh, my point being is that when you are going through that, and it is overwhelming. For example, when I was student teaching, there was an incident um, related to racism. There were some flyers that were distributed that were very offensive, uh, targeting multiple different races, uh, minorities. And it was a lot to try to tackle. When you get this email from like the superintendent, it goes to all staff, including like the student teacher in like his second or third week where he's got lead of the classroom. <laughs> it's a lot to the point where I think at one point I was literally on the floor, just so upset. I was tired. I had just gotten home. Uh, I probably wasn't going to the gym as much because I was so busy just planning and the ed TPA and I had to go to class at least twice a week. And that was commuting all the way to the city from the suburbs. And it really is just about getting used to the grind. But man, it grinds you down as you get used to said grind. So I just, you know, if anyone is a student teacher out there, literally I was on the floor at one point at my parents' house because couldn't have an apartment at the time because there there was no income. If I wanted to get donuts for my morning class, it was either that or gas to go see my now fiance. So there were a lot of choices that were made at that time. My point being, it's truly the best experience you can get. I do wish that I had had student taught, and I wouldn't change anything, of course, but I do wish I had student taught at a school with uh, students with more reading and learning disabilities because that was really the biggest like shock to the system in my first year was just how many kids can't read or how many kids just have processing you know, delays. Uh, that was for sure a big, a big wake up call that I did not experience very much in my student teaching. Um, that and also the co-teaching situations uh, out in the suburbs versus in uh, CPS, or those of you that know it <laughs> familiarly or uh, lovingly as Chicago Public Schools. Uh, I was cringing to say it, so that's why I was delaying a little bit there. But um, my point being is that's just get used to the grind, just get through it, lean on people. Even as a veteran teacher, I sit here, am I a veteran? I'm a veteran, fuck it. I sit on a podcast and I talk with people or I talk to myself in a room with only my dog as the audience (laughs) vent about this sometimes impossible job. So it's great. I, I hope, you know, it's great for getting you ready for it. I hope no one is quitting because of the student teaching process or, or maybe finding out that it really isn't the best for them and going off to find something that is, uh, that there's no shame in that. There's no, you know, you should be proud of that. You have to try things to figure out if it's for you or not. I know people that have taught for one, two, three, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> one, two, three. It's just that upsetting. My, my throat doesn't, it doesn't want anymore. Um, short, shorter careers and, and they've found other options in their career that worked better for them or better you know, opportunities, timing, whatever it might be. And, and that's okay. It really is. But that said, I'm rooting for you. If you are a student teacher and you want to be on, you are more than welcome. I would love to shoot the shit with you. Are student teachers 21 or older? Can they do drinks? Can they do drinks? Why am I saying things like they're, do coffee, do drinks? Can they, can they legally drink if they're a student teacher? They have to be 21, right? I don't know. I had a high schooler that was about to turn 21. Some like weird situations. Like, you want a beer after this, man? Like just wait a couple hours and you'll be 21, right? And be like, Fuck you, man. But anyway, it's a separate thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, so I was I was reading this other one, and and this is this is my my pet peeve um, for professional developments as well. And if you don't know, or if you are a student teacher or not a teacher at all, you have to to keep up and renew your license every five years. You have to have a certain number of hours, and most of the time your district will pay for it, so it's it's not an issue. And it's 120 over five years. It, it's not hard to get. A lot of these are worth like between six, and sometimes they're worth 30 hours. Um, alone. That's not the issue. Uh, this is from uh, Carpal, Carpalibrum, <laughs> not quite, uh, Carpalibrum 518. And this is professional development and role-playing as students. Interesting. Uh, take this as a general rant or a serious question because it's kind of a mixture of both. What is the fascination from admin and instructional coaches with PD sessions in which we, the professional adults, act as if we are students and engage in turn and talks, posted activities, gallery walks, graphic organizers, group worksheets, etc. <laughs> it feels ridiculous and is a bit demeaning when considering while other professionals have their share of required trainings, other professionals do not have to engage in this nonsense during their trainings. Are these formats of PD another example of infantilization of teachers? <sighs> I gotta tell you, and there's plenty of people in the, the, uh, the comments saying, yeah, I just slump in my chair or just let me get through it. Or I, I'm sure some people do enjoy that. I will say though, I don't know, a gallery walk when people are sharing like sticky notes of like their feedback, that I don't mind. But when it's like a gallery walk and you have to like discuss with other adults, you're like, I don't want to talk to you, dude. What the fuck? That's my pet peeve. I, I think at some point th- th- there's got to be like a teacher that left or they're an instructional coach now, or they just work, they run curriculum development at some place or whatever. And they're just trying to relive the glory days, man. You know, like I don't teach anymore, but I just, I really liked this lesson that I made. I just want to try it out. And I just, you know, it, man, maybe I should get back into teaching. This went so well with these grown ass adults. I'm sure it'll go fine with middle schoolers. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like it's just them reliving the glory days or, or I don't know, maybe they have to reach a certain number of hours of requirement. I know you have to have a certain number of hours working uh, to get, you know, a certain number of credit hours towards your uh, your license renewal, but come on. That's my pet peeve too. I'm right there with you, man. Whoever you are, you know, I'm right there with you. It's it's for sure a pet peeve of mine too. I, I hate when you spend the first 15 minutes setting the norms and expectations and asking people what they do and what school they go to and how long you've been there and what you're feeling today. Uh, or, or like, let's just look through the agenda and give space for questions. Here's the only question I have. When can we get started and when can we get home for the agenda? That's all I want to know. Uh, I don't know. It, they're, it, I'm sure they have certain benchmarks they have to hit. I'm sure it's partly just, for lack of a better term, bad habits of teaching children. So then when you're going to work with adults, you just revert back to what you know to fill some space and time. Um, But then again, some people, they do learn best that way. I don't know. I feel like they need to have like a a cynical PD option, (laughs) a cynical teacher's PD option. For those of us just want to go there, listen to the thing, jot down our notes and leave. Those of us that sat in the back of a lecture hall in in college, just let us get it done uh, and leave it it there. Uh, I should say too that I remember... The whole like role playing as students thing, it's already weird too. Like I hate when it's like 
you're literally like just thinking about this as a professional adult. They say, oh, 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 pause, hold on. You're getting a little bit too much of your teacher hat on. You wouldn't want to do that at a teacher PD. The fuck did you say to me? Uh, because they want to keep it in that moment so you can address some like real world concern. We can all imagine. We don't need a role play. Save that for your personal life. I'm not judging at all, but don't role play in front of me. This is a professional work environment. <laughs> Stop it and get some help. I had the, the job interview from hell. This is, oh, this is a good connection here. The job interview from hell, when I was told to prepare for a, a 25 to 30 uh, class size, 25 to 30 students. And I, ha- I had like, a, I don't even know what the, the topic was supposed to be. But I had certain standards I had to hit and uh, a topic itself. And I was told, be ready for this demo lesson. And I, this is why I hate demo lessons. I always hated demo lessons, but this one went the worst. And uh, again, I, I had a revelation you know, a few years ago where it's like, they, of course they didn't give a shit. That was all just a distraction because basically the assistant principal and the principal of this school that I was at the time trying to, to get a job at, should have walked out on this bullshit, started like cursing and being disrespectful and yelling at each other and like tapping the pencil and, and going into student role play mode. And meanwhile, I'm just trying to get my first fucking job, you know? No, I'm not going to like what what dude stop role playing. It was a job interview from hell. It was no sorry, it was a demo lesson from hell for this job interview. I don't even know what school it was anymore. I interviewed everywhere. But that one was my least favorite. That was my most memorable, but my least favorite. <sighs> All right, Marty's Marty's crying. He wants to he wants to play or go on a walk. So, I feel like that's a good spot right there, but um check out that uh that magic mind that link right there, it's magicmind.co slash classroom and use code classroom20 at checkout. Again, that's 40% off your subscription or 20% off your purchase. Uh, so that's magicmind.co slash classroom and use code classroom20 at checkout. That helps me out, helps you out, helps everybody out. Give it a shot. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast, email me classroombrew at gmail.com. You can always go on social media like TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. I don't really use Twitter. Elon Musk does now, so watch out. But it's at Classroom Brew for all those social media handles. And apparently, YouTube has moved to handles. And so I guess we signed up to get at Classroom Brew. So no matter what you're looking for, you can also just Google us, you know. We're, we're available anywhere to get podcasts, uh, rate and review, all that good stuff. Spread the word. Uh, let your friends know. Let your teacher friends know. Let your teacher enemies know. I don't know. Uh, all that good stuff. But hey, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next week, class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.